Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Kia ora now, welcome to the Evangelia Show. I'm really blessed today for my next guest and hear her testimony. Her name's Liddy Brown. Uh, she is the youngest I've had on the show. She's 19 years old. Three years ago, she encountered the Lord and uh, the Lord's uh, moving wonderfully in her life. So, Liddy, thank you so much for agreeing to share your testimony with us today. It's an honour. Thank you for having me on the show, Mania. I'm very excited to be sharing my testimony with you all today. Cool. <laughs> Which vaka or pa inua are you from? Um, my mum's family comes from Aki, majority Aki here. My dad's family is a bit of a mix of everything. So he's from Marang and Mangaya. His vaka though is vaka of the Awatanga, so this town area. Where were you brought up and, and what was your upbringing like? Um, so I was brought up pretty much in Mara my whole life. I did a year in Australia when I was a baby. I did a, a year in Aki as a kid and then a year in New Zealand as a teenager. But other than those three years, I was all in, based in Mara. And so was faith a part of your upbringing? Um, not so much. Like, I had a knowledge of God. I was aware that He was real and I knew the Bible stories, well, some of them, but it was more a religious upbringing. Mm. It was more like a Christianized upbringing. My parents were awesome in the sense that they taught us to pray and they taught us to read the Word, but I just personally, I didn't know God and I didn't really have anything to do with Him. Um, so, yeah, as a young I didn't know that you could have a relationship with God really. I mm. kind of just knew a religious version of the gospel. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, was it, did you face, you know, trials or, or challenges as a teenager? Um, yeah, like there's always, you know, there's the peer pressure and the pressure to look cool in school to fit in and just do things that you know you shouldn't be doing. But um, I do really do believe that God actually sheltered me from a lot of that as a teen. Even though I wasn't walking with him, I had no relationship with him, um, I do know that I was actually protected from a lot of stuff as, as a young girl. And I had a fear of God. I, I only realized maybe a month or so ago, just looking back at my upbringing, I really did have the fear of God around my life. Like I didn't... I hung out with not the greatest friends and they all had relationships and were in school. Like it was just a normal thing to do, but for some reason I just never did because I thought, oh no, that's not a good thing. Or like everyone mm. swore, but I was too scared to swear. <laughs> like as a non-believing, like rebellious kid, I was too scared to do certain things. And just oh. looking back, I do know that that was like the protection of God. So doors weren't opened into my life that could have lead to more damage later on yeah and so like it was it's a blessing or glory to god for that but it's also like even getting into relationships all that stuff i never really did because of some sort of fear which i now know is the fear of god mm. but yeah it's wonderful yeah it's awesome it's a blessing for me for sure so what happened for you that 
you know that began that um, that journey of you encountering God. Yeah, so it's quite an interesting one. Like it's all been orchestrated by God, definitely, because basically I went to a Christian school growing up. Like I went to, I think it's DU, but a Christian school, and there were seeds sown into my life there because we got taught the different principles, and then. I got invited to come along to Four One Two when I was um this was twenty fifteen and there were more seeds sown there but I never truly planted and then I moved to school in New Zealand in twenty seventeen and then during the Christmas holiday I came back to visit my family so we came back just for a few weeks and a few days before I was meant to leave my mum actually just came up to me randomly and said oh do you want to stay here do you just want to not go back to New Zealand. I was already enrolled, all my stuff, all my schoolwork, yeah. all my clothes, everything. And where were you going to? In Auckland. Yeah, which school? St. Cuthbert's. Ah, oh, yes. Yes, so I was already enrolled for the next year, and for some reason she just, out of the blue, asked me if I wanted to stay. And I felt, yeah, maybe I do want to stay back here. Like, there was just a peace about it. And so ever since that time, I've just begun planting into the house, and... Yeah. And so who invited you along? Um, when I was at Emanuela, my brother's friend actually first invited us, Tremaine and I. Yeah, so okay. we started coming along to Fawn to through him and then yeah. And then you like how did you feel when you came to Four One Two? Oh, it was awesome though, it's different. It's not the the religious thing that I thought it was, you know, like you can you know that the spirit of God is in this place. You can feel the tangible presence of God. And it's not all about the rules. My, I don't know, maybe just the way I'm wired. I just can't stand all the restrictions and all the things yeah. that you can and can't do. But I just thought, man, there's there's true freedom in this place. Mm. And it was it was so awesome, and I've just loved coming since. Mm. And so for you, what what was the moment or the the time where you you know, gave your heart to the Lord or first encountered Him? Mm. Um, so it was actually April in 2019. So a friend and I, who were, we were both barely saved, we went to along to a celebration church conference in Christchurch. Yeah, oh, wow, that's a big move to go there, eh? <laughs> yeah, we, we barely even knew the Lord, but we just went along anyway and followed the group. And the conference was called Impacting the Nations. And I thought, what a great name, considering like myself here in the Cook Islands, my life has been radically impacted through that conference. And so, yeah, I was there, the preacher took up an altar call, and I went up to the front, and I don't think I actually got prayer, I never got prayed over, but I went up and God began showing me all the different sin and convicting me of all the just filth in my life, basically, and I just began to break down crying and just repenting before God and it was that godly sorrow over the sin you know when you just feel absolute like rem not remorse but just you know broken mm. so God was breaking my heart over it and then I just began to weep and I was saying Lord I give my life over to you everything I just surrender it before you I don't want to live this life anymore I want to live only for you yeah and um as I was saying this, the Lord had actually given me a vision, and I think this is the only vision I've had from the Lord. I don't have many of them, um, but I remember it so vividly. There was like a, 
orangey yellow wall and behind behind this wall was actually the Lord and some angels and I I couldn't see them but I knew that they were there mm. and as I was saying this thing to God, Lord, I give my life to you. He he was shouting and he was actually saying, my daughter is home, my daughter is home. And it was a huge celebration. Wow. And I could just hear the roar and the, the celebration, the shouting. And yeah, it was awesome. It was just like, you know, it makes you just want to cry. That's the love of the father right there. Yeah. Similar to the um, parable of the prodigal son. Mm. That, that was the similar thing going on I hadn't even read that story yet but yeah wow that was my first proper encounter with Jesus yeah yeah and so did life begin to um, change like decision making how were you affected following that yeah well everything changed really like the way I saw life changed and looked at it through another lens looking at things through an eternal perspective and how does this add any value to my eternity really mm. like um so much in my life actually changed i used to have so much fear and worry and mm. just my mind was always so crowded with just not a lot of peace at all but ever since meeting jesus for the first time there's been a soundness in my mind and i can just think properly and i can you know not mm. having to constantly worry every couple of seconds about little things that don't matter mm. but yeah there's so much the holy spirit's put peace inside of me and i found real joy when i met jesus you know people look for joy in all the things that this world has but mm. you can never find that joy anywhere joy comes from jesus and it's a fruit of the holy spirit it's a fruit of knowing god and having a relationship with him and since i met God for myself it's been like it doesn't matter what happens doesn't matter what the situation is you just have a security in knowing that if God is on my side then like you know if God is for me who can be against, against me yeah. yeah every everything's changed it's so so much good and yeah. the Lord has been just so awesome in my life and yeah wonderful and because at such a young age being 16 mm. you know having had a fear of the Lord and now giving your heart to the Lord how did you find being amongst your peers now and, you know, walking out daily life as a teenager? Yeah, it was quite um, good, actually, in the sense that I was not really pressured to go out to parties or anything like that, you know, just to do the worldly things. A lot of my friends respected the decisions I made and they actually started to come to church. So all through school, I always brought friends along to church mm. like whoever my closest circle was they usually came along with me to church and they were respectful of the fact that you could take swear around me and just different things like that so I was blessed to have friends that were quite open to God and yeah it wasn't too challenging 2019 you give your heart to the Lord 2020 predominantly the um, whole world is affected by COVID and you know just shut down and so on how did it affect your family and how did it affect your faith um i personally wasn't too affected i think in the cook islands we feel so blessed here mm. life was pretty normal besides the fact that you just can't go on planes so we were 
I think we were in, we had it quite well here compared to a lot of places around the world. Mm. So I I wouldn't say we've had it good. Like I haven't really got anything <laughs> negative yeah. to say about it. Yeah. I do like what Jonathan actually shared maybe last year or the year before. Pastor Jonathan from yes, Celebration? Yes, uh, he's a pastor. Um, he said that this time of COVID, it's like God's been using it to um, kind of like to expose the idols in our lives because mm. like sports is a huge idol for some people but there was no sports mm. during that time when all the fields were empty um, education is an idol for people yeah. and school stopped for a time I remember I was year 13 and we didn't have school for a season and work stopped people didn't have jobs, they can't make money and mm. I quite like what he said when he said that this is like a time of God speaking to us because mm. all these idols have stopped and we've been challenged to move our time around and to prioritize God more during the shutdowns and that so yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's cool yeah how um has your family responded to you coming to to your own faith now being part of you know 412 and just how you would have viewed things during the lockdown how, how have they received that? Yeah, they've been very good. They've been positive and um, my parents are great. And they're like a four two. Yes, <laughs> in, in the midst of COVID, you went on to um, you know achieve school ducks for Teddy Water College. Is there pressure? How do you manage um, uh, you know school expectations and achievement and faith and family? Yeah, um, honestly, it's just all the favor of God, really, the faithfulness of God, and I can't really take credit for it, because it's, that's just a classic example of God providing for his children and giving us the desires of our hearts, and it's not that I've been, you know, striving really to get it, but I think, like, the Lord is actually just so good, you know, just for that, I think I had quite a cheeky faith with it. I was just a little bit like, I'll just pray, and I just know that God's on my side, and it'll all work out well. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it was cool. Um, with managing time, though, it's. I think the Lord does help us to have self-discipline. I used to have an issue with procrastination before, where I just put everything off to the very last minute, and it it's been something I've dealt with with God and he's actually graced me to, you know, given me that enablement to prepare with my time properly and to stay on task with everything. And yeah, not that I don't procrastinate here and there, but yeah, the Lord's been really good. <laughs> cool. For you, have you seen or experienced any other miracle signs, visions, wonders? You spoke about that, um, that first encounter, have you had other encounters where the Holy Spirit has revealed yeah. or shown you something? Yes, for sure. Like, you would know being in Celebration Church, we're all about the supernatural, and so it is quite normal to see people healed, and, you know, there's always supernatural experiences going on. But for myself, um, I... So yes, so last year I actually shared in church that I received healing for an issue with, that I had with my blood and it was a blood disorder, female-related blood disorder. Mm. You know, and I had a 
there for five years since 2016 and basically as terrible as it sounds I had just learned to cope with it I just learned to live with it it was annoying and you know all that but I just thought oh, whatever yeah <laughs> get on with life but um last year when we were running the weekly healing meetings here you would remember the yes. meetings we had I would always come along to pray for people but I just thought oh, yeah, people need me to pray for them and I wanted to see them healed so yes. this was another one of those days I just came ready to pray for people and then God had reminded me actually oh, I don't know if it was God but I was reminded that wait I've actually got an issue that I need prayer for mm. and so yeah I put my hand up and I just explained it to the the woman who were going to pray for me and since then God has just miraculously healed this whole area and for five years it's been just not the greatest but since that time last year it's been awesome wow yeah fantastic so you were part of um uh, a group to attend uh, a Mike Connell conference at Celebration Church. Pastor Mike Connell of Hastings um, went, came and spoke there. Uh, you went along and came under his ministry. Um, what what was really powerful? What spoke to you all? Yeah, it was it was awesome. What a blessing it was to be able to go. Um, he he carries such a strong anointing and good teaching. You know when he begins to bring out the word it's just so clear and so understandable and you can resonate with it and I love the way there's steps to go away with so in your own personal life it's not a matter of just coming up to the altar call and your life being transformed it's actually going away in the quiet time and seeking the Lord over different areas in your life mm. and I really really like that um, I had some awesome ministry there it was just I think it was like three four days of sessions and yeah it's powerful I was just blessed to be able to be there and I got the opportunity to meet Mike he's an awesome man <laughs> yeah it was it was really really good there's a powerful move of God and just a whole bunch of different different areas different nights had certain things going mm. on and yeah it was great is there one particular message that really resonated for you and and how's God has God been working in you through you through that message yeah I loved the first message on the first night it was to do with disappointments and just I think like over the years you build up disappointments and you know things happen you get let down sometimes but what his challenge was is that we often we just push on and we just continue through life and it's, mm. we've got this huge baggage of disappointments that we're carrying along with us but his challenge was actually to go through each of them and to, you know, to like grieve the loss of the disappointment. I've never really heard that teaching before, but he says to actually process it and then release it to God. And so during this time, I've just been getting reminded of different disappointments. You know, just sometimes they're really small things, but they mm. hold a lot of weight on mm. you. And so there's been times when growing up, I've just had disappointments with certain people, I've been let down, and so I've just written all the things out onto a list, and began nice. to go through them all, and forgive them, release them, bless those people, and yeah, there's been awesome freedom in that area, and breakthrough, it's been great. That's fantastic, yeah, yeah great. 
you're part of the 412 ministry as well. How do you see the Holy Spirit's been moving in amongst the youth of 412? Yeah, I think with 412, what we've been doing at the moment is like, I've been seeing the Holy Spirit really cleaning us out and just beginning to go deep into the areas of our lives, into the areas of our hearts that we've kind of just tucked away. Again, it's that same thing that we kind of just get on with life and forget to actually properly deal with a lot of things. There's a lot of hurts, a lot of disappointments and just true. Yeah, just stuff that accumulates over the years and so definitely in my life and I know a bunch of other people from four and two who've been just going through the cleansing I guess like the Holy Spirit is beginning to clean out the areas that we've just left for so long and properly dealing with them, releasing people, forgiving people and just bringing deliverance and just different things like that. Yeah, just really the work of purifying and cleansing. Fantastic. It's so important too, like you say, because the more we can release our heart from things, the more we're able to love God more. Yeah, eh? yeah so definitely. It's fantastic. And um, what's your hopes for the, for the mapu for the Cook Islands. Yeah, my my hope is that each of them would encounter God really. Like yeah. growing up I knew about God and I probably would have identified as a Christian and thought that I was all good. But that was just such a religious version of it and that's not the real authentic Christianity. It's not all about the rules and it's not all about the can do, can't do. It's there's, there's freedom in Jesus and I just really want people to experience that. I want the youth to recognize that God is not about all the um, restrictions, but he's actually the one who brings freedom. Mm. It's just back to front with thinking. And so what I want is that every youth would have a face-to-face -face encounter with God and their life would be transformed. Like that it only took that one encounter to transform my whole life mm. in 2019. Yeah, my heart is just that all the youth, especially the, you know, teenage group in school and high schools, that they would all encounter God for themselves. Yeah. So true. What do you see God as wanting you pe to be doing now? Yeah, in this time I feel like there's a call to intimacy with the Holy Spirit and just to really build the presence of God around my life. Um, you know, as you know, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and I just, I'm feeling like in this season to create a sanctuary or like a, a pleasing place for the Holy Spirit to stay within me. Mm. And that might mean getting rid of stuff. That might mean, you know, freeing up more time and just creating that space for the Holy Spirit to move and to speak in my life. Mm. And yeah, I just feel building the presence of God around my life and reading the word, really pushing in in prayer and spending time, setting aside time to spend with the Holy Spirit. I think that's really quite key in this time for me. Fantastic. Has God given you visions or dreams uh, for what you want to be or where you want to be in, in, in five years' time or, or even in ten years' time? Not really. Like, I, I don't know. Mm, <laughs> that's an honest that's answer. That's right. That's an honest answer. I'm not answer. sure what the Lord has planned for me, but I do know that I will continue to be serving Him. I'll still 
have a passion for God up until I leave, as in when I die. Um, yeah. Till we go to be with him in yes. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> when I graduate to be with him. Um, yeah, I don't know what the Lord's got planned, and I'm fine with not knowing. I think just I'm just excited. I know that like the best days are ahead for me, and God is good. He's got a cool plan, whatever it is. I'm looking forward to to whatever that is. Mm, yeah, that's so true. Um, and so for you, if you had a message or a word of encouragement that you'd like to leave with our listeners today, what would that be? Um, I'd say just follow after God with all your heart. Just try it out. Like you've got nothing to lose, but so much to gain. You know, just try the Lord out. I think that's a good one. Mm. Seek after God. You know, the Bible says, knock and you will find. Knock mm. and it will be open unto you. Something like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just try God out. He's, he's so awesome and he's always knocking on our hearts and waiting for the opportunity to speak with us and just to have a relationship with us. So yeah, I think that's what I would say. Mm. What about for our, our mapu as well? Is there something you'd like to, you know, those that don't, don't know the Lord or going through teenage stuff? You know, what would your yeah. thoughts be to them? Oh, I'd say that like as long as the as long as the Lord's on your side, you'll you'll be great. You'll be all good. So if you don't have a relationship with God already, that's that's all you need. Like all you need is a relationship with the Lord and He takes care of us and He favors us. He does everything really. And so yeah, just surrender your life to Jesus and watch how all of the issues that you've got going on will just disappear like that. It's not necessarily disappear, but like the Lord carries you through them and so it's all good. Like life is still awesome. God is so good to us. Mm. Amen. Is there anything else you might want to share in closing? Um, or to add or a verse maybe? Or a verse that's been really helpful for you? Um, I'll share a verse that is I had already saved it on here because it was that first time I actually encountered the Lord. Nice. And it's Luke 15 verse 8. It's the parable of the lost coin. And it says, Suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And that's the scripture that I felt that God was really showing me when I encountered him. And it's been a very special one and it stuck with me. At the time, I hadn't actually read this scripture mm. and it wasn't until later on that I saw it. And yeah, you knew yeah, that it's encouraging. To you. It just shows just how much the Lord loves us and the love of the Father for his children. And so yeah, that's my little encouragement. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, contact celebrationrarotonga.com website or Celebration Church Rarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to Te Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia metakito ora e kia manuia.
Yeah, Coco. Cool, cool.